tweet at SFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. So you probably know her from uh, all the years she spent in front of your TV screen. Uh, she is a TV presenter. She's a DJ, an actress as well now, by the way. She's a woman of very many talents, a dancer, if you are into the culture of dance. And now she's got a brand new three-part YouTube series called Sharing the Sun. And this is an exploration of the relationships between South Africa and Japan. And over the recent years, I've actually learned from the the Japanese uh, embassy who have you know enlightened me through many conversations such as this one about all the various cultural similarities between Japan and South Africa two worlds that are far apart aesthetically couldn't look any more different but we have that thing that runs through us that makes us more similar than we are different Lala Hariyama joins me in studio via the phone how are you doing sis? Oh bridge so good to hear your voice and you are you just sound so good on my radio i love your show thank you so much for having me on oh thank you for taking the friday uh to to join us for a quick conversation i mean listen you are a woman of very many talents um but you hold two very cool heritage that you are very proud of uh, and that is both south african and japanese a quick story for those who who might not know what what lala hariyama's history is like how do you become <laughs> south african by way of japan well so my mom's south, uh, my mom's japanese my dad's south african i was born in japan but raised here in sa and I feel a very strong connection to both countries. Both have made me who I am today, and I am very patriotic, um, you know, and, and, and dedicated to both countries. They both make me feel so proud. And when I travel overseas, it's very interesting. When you chat to people who are mixed race yeah. or mixed nationality, and people will say, when someone asks you where you from or what do you identify with, the first country that you mention when you're overseas is the one that you identify with first. Yes. And when I travel overseas and people go, Oh, where are you from? And I'm like, Well, I'm Japanese South African, South African Japanese and I, I don't mince my words. I don't you know, I don't feel, you know, one over the other. Yeah. I love both countries the same and extremely proud. And as you were saying, you know, the similarities are actually really there. So many people feel like, well, Japan and South Africa are so different. Cultures are different. We look different in everything. But, you know, you say that, but once you go there, there are actually so many similarities. Yeah. Um, with the way in which, you know, traditionally, culturally, the respect for your ancestors, the way we perhaps go through life, um, trying to, the diversity, I think, is probably mm. what really made me feel, you know, that the similarities are really there in the sense that in South Africa, we are very diverse, of course, but in, yes. South Africa, in Japan, the diversity lies in the traditional and the new age. Yes. And they've married that so beautifully. Um, it, it can be quite jarring actually walking down the street and you see, you know, all this high tech stuff, things are talking and singing and moving and robots and all sorts. But then you walk, you know, five meters down the road and there is a beautiful woman, an old woman in a kimono and there is a temple, a shrine, yeah. you know, a rice paddy. And all of this coexists so beautifully. And I think in South Africa, we're also trying to, to learn how to, you know, rejoice in our diversity and learn how to live in that and sure it does take some time um but you know the the willpower and the you know and the and the yearning for that is there and i think that's very similar in japan too 
You touch on something very important, Lala. You touch on the dualities of life, um, which is one of the, the things that, you know, I, I alluded that I've had a few conversations, um, you know, at my, my previous radio home with the Japanese uh, uh, cultural ambassador to South Africa. And those yeah. dualities that you talk about are things that are very common to both countries, both Japan and South Africa. And, and sort of, and the new school, the, the younger generations trying to straddle that um, and figure out a way of moving seamlessly through these two worlds, the, the Western, mm-hmm. uh, always fast paced, always moving, always evolving, and the traditional in, in essence, which is almost stagnant and takes its own sweet, slow time to evolve <laughs> with everything. <laughs> and, and I found that, and, and, and that sense of family is, is the, the two things that the two countries really have in common. Yeah, I look. I mean, there's so there really is a lot. Um, you know, I was speaking to Nasty C the other day regarding his trip to Japan, and yeah. we know that like Nasty is a very, very patriotic Zulu boy, KZN, and and really proud of his roots. And you know, we were talking about the fact that in Japan, you know, there's that similarity, and I think he was really inspired by how the youth take their tradition and culture so seriously and how it's entrenched in their identity, even though they are the leaders of the new school. Yeah. And, you know, that I think he said to me was really inspiring and something that he really hoped to, you know, maybe relay to, you know, the younger generation here in South Africa. Mm, mm. Um, but yes, I mean, you know, there's, there's so, so many, I mean, music is also a really big, um, uh, there's a lot of similarities, rather, in music. I mean, mm. you know, in South Africa, we have a lot of drumming, and we have a lot... And in, in Japan, we do, too. We have taiko drumming, which is a really big thing. So I know there's been a lot of uh, taiko groups that have actually come to South Africa, and they've done collaborations with, you know, some, some big drumming groups here in South Africa. But once you go over to Japan, I mean, we're just touching on just, you know, the, the really simple basic stuff. When yeah. you go there and you immerse yourself in the Japanese culture, you really do realize that even though it might be on the other side of the world, there's something so familiar about that that country and, and mm. something so inviting and warm and homely about it for South Africans. Yeah. I mean, you think to any South African who, who goes there, sure, maybe the food might be a little <laughs> <laughs> different would be the right word. Um, but I think there is um, there's a warmth that a lot of South Africans actually can relate to. And um, the Japanese are known for their hospitality. They really go out of their way to make... Um, uh, you know, outsiders feel welcome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I'm really hoping that, you know, more and more South Africans will actually take the take the time and maybe plan a trip one day to Japan. It really is an incredible destination. Well, listen, I mean, your series might just be the thing that ignites that interest. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, although I think Japan is one of those places that a lot of people, even outside of South African borders, have a vested interest in because it just seems like a completely different world. Um, but it helps when someone shares, you know, the, the experience and the culture and the heritage with us in a very open and honest way. And also someone who shares um, dual cultural uh, mixes like yourself. So cue in your 13-part YouTube series, Sharing the Sun, which is an exploration of of the close relationships between South Africa and Japan. And now this went live, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in February. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about, I know you've had mom Yvonne Chaka Chaka is one of the guests on there. You know, what can we look forward to? What do the episodes entail? So, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize that there is a very solid relationship between both countries, South Africa and Japan. And we've actually collaborated on many, many things across the board from 
political to human rights to mm -hmm. um, culture to food to fashion. Um, there's been so many collaborations between South Africa and Japan, and they've all been so successful. But, you know, the Japanese are very humble and they don't actually talk about the incredible things that they've embarked on or, or the projects that they've been able to accomplish. So, I mean, cue in me. I am definitely <laughs> <laughs> not shy to talk about the amazing work that's been taking place, I mean, over the past 20, 30 years, actually. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we've had some incredible stories. Sharing the Sun is really about celebrating the collaborations and the projects between South Africa and Japan. I mean, there is something called the Abe Initiative, and, mm. and that is for young South Africans who, you know, want to study in Japan. Japanese government funds everything, mm -hmm. and you're able to go overseas two years um, and, and go and study your MBA for free. Oh. So you can come back to South Africa or back to Africa and share the skills. And, you know, these, this is just one of the many initiatives that the Japanese government, the Japanese people um, have put on for not just South Africans, but Africans. Mm. And, um, you know, JICA, the Japanese International Cooperation Agency, JETRO, the, they do incredible things where they actually bring uh, people with incredible skills in agriculture, in, oh my goodness, every, uh, engineering, science, and they bring them to South Africa. It's a, it's a volunteer program for the Japanese. Um, they come to South Africa for two, three years, and they teach people in disadvantaged areas how to, say, irrigate or, mm. you know, learn about farming or, or engineering. Or, um, and you, we have just, you know, tons of young professionals, I mean, in some really remote areas across the country, just volunteering to do to do some really good work, not wanting anything back in return. Yeah. So we're talking about you know those things. So for people who don't really know what's going on, mm. if they want to get involved, if they want to know more, this is the reason why you know I felt so strongly to be part of uh, sharing the sun mm. because um, yeah, South Africa, more South Africans need to know, and maybe we can help more South Africans because the programs are there; they're in place. We just, you know, we just need to talk about it. So it's a 13-part uh, YouTube series, uh, Lala, Sharing the Sun. And does it go out weekly? It does. So all you got to do is log on to YouTube, uh, the Japan NSA YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And we air episodes every week. So please log on. I also do some cool stuff on my Instagram. Um, and so does the Embassy of Japan in South Africa. So check out their Instagram page. Um, there's some fantastic content, some really interesting things that might actually help some South Africans, you know, um, upskill or, you know, who knows, you might just be able to go to Japan and, and get your MBA. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic stuff. And who knows, maybe next time Lala heads over to Japan, she will take you and I along. Lala, <laughs> Karayami, thank you so much for, for joining oh, me today. Uh, it's been you. so cool finding out a little bit more about the synergies between the two countries. Her YouTube series is a 13-part YouTube series called Sharing the Sun and it explores relationships uh, both cultural and otherwise between South Africa and Japan and you can check out uh, the shows. They go live every single Tuesday on uh, YouTube for the next couple of weeks. It's just gone half part seven right here on SAFM.